Hello, and welcome to the Steel Yogi Podcast, formerly known as Unsolved Mysteries and Midnight Snacks. We started this podcast about a year ago after kind of going down the rabbit hole of extraterrestrials and UAPs after watching The Unacknowledged by Dr. Stephen Greer. And this journey has kind of led me down another journey (laughs) that I found. And this podcast is going to focus on spiritual awakening and kundalini awakening, which I just found out are two separate things. Um, I used to use them interchangeably, but no, they are two different things, a little bit different, but very similar. Um, And I am just a mom from Pennsylvania. (laughs) I have practiced yoga for the past decade. I'm a self-proclaimed yoga person, yogi. And this podcast has been very difficult for me to make. I don't know where to start. I feel like it's I've been dropped into this world of supernatural and I don't even know if I believe all of it or even half of it some sometimes. <laughs> so I wrote this whole script out. I have tried to record this podcast three or four times and I just keep coming up with a block. And I think a lot of it is I'm scared to be judged because this is so out of the norm and I've been seeing and hearing and learning new things that is a whole nother realm and world for me that sometimes I don't even know if I believe it. So it is very different and of course I'm worried, oh, what people are going to think of me, but I may not even use my name in this podcast. I may have in our other name, so very easily you could figure out who I am. (laughs) But just for right now, I just want to tell my story because this experience has been so life-changing I feel like I've been reborn into this new person. So many of my beliefs have changed. I just feel like I view the world in a totally different way. Um, But it was a long journey to get here. It wasn't easy. Um, Spiritual awakening, kundalini awakening, they're not an easy path at all. And so I've been calling mine accidental um, because I didn't exactly know what would happen when I was doing some of the things I was doing just and honestly that was just yoga um a couple yoga videos that I found on Amazon Prime that I really liked and a guided meditation (laughs) so I guess if it's gonna happen to you it's going to happen to you and it's not like my life was easy the past five years I can honestly say have been the hardest five years of my life and I think um most people honestly don't even go through, you know, half of what unfortunately I've gone through. I feel like I've gone through things that are just for most people, their main life battle. And I have like five of them, you know, going on at the same time, but that's just me. And I don't feel sorry for myself or anything like that, but I don't know if that is what finally pushed me to have an awakening because I know people who I've heard have had this happen to them. (laughs) They've gone through a lot, a lot of pain. They don't have an easy life. And that's how they got to this awakening. So I did take some notes and I wanted to just kind of have this very authentic and very real, raw 
I kept trying to stick to a script and reading, but I did, you know, write some really good notes. And so I'm going to kind of tell my story in its own way, going along with my notes here, but then also, you know, improvise and hear a little bit because I just feel like I want this to be real and authentic. Um, so I, like I said, I'm a self-proclaimed yogi, <laughs> um, and I, I'm calling this a spontaneous Kundalini awakening, but the more research I've done, um, it seems like if you're doing the right things, it can happen. Um, but I actually think within a, a couple days of each other, I had a Kundalini awakening and a spiritual awakening, which is really intense. And I'm just now realizing that after some research in the past couple of days, Um, So I say this was accidental, but I don't know. (laughs) Um, My life mantra has always been, your journey is unfolding exactly as it should be. I actually have a picture of this. It's like a graphic printout. Um, I think I got it from a friend for Christmas maybe 10 years ago. Um, But it's this little path, and it has a beautiful little sunset, And I just remind myself of that every day. For some reason, that's really resonated with me that, you know what, you're going to go through all of this pain. You're having all of these life experiences. But when I look back on everything, and especially now, it's like they were puzzle pieces. Everything had to be in exact order for my life to turn out this way. And I look back and I'm, I'm amazed at it. Um... But I want to try to tell my story in a way that can help other people. I truly believe a lot of people are going through spiritual awakenings right now. And they probably have no idea. Um, Like I said, this is a very new world for me. I Even back in August, I was in Colorado. Like this is how new this is for me. And how much this can change your outlook. And you know... We were in August in Colorado and we were at, oh, I forget what it's called. It's like a canyon, but they have like a big stage there. And I was even like judging those people. Oh, they're hippies. You know, they had like this big, um, I wouldn't say it's a convention, but they were selling all of their um, tie dyes and they were selling all kinds of capes and knickknacks and mementos and just kind of, I guess, Unfortunately, you know, this is a stigma, but just hippie stuff. (laughs) And I feel really bad now because I'm like, those are, I feel like now those are my people. I'm like, they're probably the ones who get it the most out of anybody in this world. You know, (laughs) they're living the way they get it, you know. So this has just been such a new experience for me. And I've been trying to figure out how to even explain this because if you're like me, you didn't know about this you've never heard about this I've even done yoga for the past 10 years and yes I've heard of chakras here and there in passing um but I didn't really know what it was (laughs) I didn't know it's actually a real thing so let's start there what is a kundalini awakening so here's the definition straight from google the experience of kundalini awakening can happen when one is either prepared or unprepared according to hindu tradition in order to be able to integrate this spiritual energy a period of careful purification and strengthening of the body and nervous system is usually required beforehand so 
now that I'm looking back, I do see where that period of <laughs> purification and, and whatnot has happened in my body. So let's just kind of backtrack here because I am probably very confusing you. And if I haven't lost you yet, I probably will. So I want to tell you my story in a way that it makes sense. Um, I've briefly gone over Kundalini Awakening, how I think people are experiencing it right now. And let's go back to what brought me here. I wasn't even going to talk about this because it does sound insane. Um, I still don't believe all of it. And if you look back a couple of episodes back, you'll see where we had our first encounter where we were contacting extraterrestrials. Um, This all started from that documentary by Dr. Stephen Gurr, The Unacknowledged. And so I watched that back in January with my best friend last year. We were visiting. I went out to um, visit my friend. And so she showed this to me. She's like, you have to watch this. So we watched it. And I feel like my mind was blown. I was like, this is crazy. I wouldn't even think that any of this stuff could be true. You know, basically talked about all of the um, things that the government has been hiding from people since Area 51, that we've had um, knowledge about anti-gravity vehicles and all of this technology since, you know, 1957, that we don't need fossil fuels. So basically, that's what Dr. Gurr talks about, is that we have this ailing technology. Um, All of this extraterrestrial technology has been reverse engineered, and we have it. Um, But... I don't know, I guess it's not the government, it's the people above the government, you know, which the more and more time goes on, we're going to start to realize and more people will be awake um, and see that things are not as they seem. (laughs) And people, especially after COVID-19 in the past few years and the pandemic, people's eyes are opening up, you know, I feel like that's kind of what started for me, you know, I was like this, none of this makes sense. None of this makes logical sense. I feel like so many people out there are having this issue. Why are, you know, they doing this to us? None of this makes sense. Um, So especially during the pandemic, I had extra time. So I wanted to do a podcast. And that's why I really wanted to explore extraterrestrials. And I got frustrated when I couldn't find any real solid information Um, or evidence online. So when I stumbled upon a few, I think I was on this ancient alien, probably like kind of the history channel type of stuff, (laughs) a website on Facebook, part of this group, you know, they just show, they post dumb, you know, UFO sighting videos. Um, But this all started, and I always go back because I feel like this is what really opened up the rabbit hole for me. Um finding out that China, they've already, they have an artificial sun. There's millions of evidences of it. There's articles about it. Um, Very mainstream, Wall Street Journal, New York Times. So that was very intriguing to me. It was like, artificial sun, that sounds crazy. So I started going down that rabbit hole. Then I found out about mining helium-3 on the moon. Started going down that rabbit hole. Then on one of the pages, a guy named Michael, he just private messaged me and it sounds a little bit I don't know but I don't think it's that weird because there's been certain people on the internet now where I'm like oh they're so close they're right there and be like hey go watch this documentary just to try to help them out push them over the edge you know you want people to find the knowledge on their own so that's what this guy did he said hey 
kind of on the right track here. Let me give you some more documentaries to watch and it's going to blow your mind. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'd already seen The Unexplained, Unacknowledged. I always get those. There's another show called The Unexplained that has a lot to do with extraterrestrials. So that's probably why I'm mixing those up. But that one's with William Shatner, which they've got a lot of really interesting topics on that show too. Um, so as you can notice, I have a script here, but I'm going off script because I want this to be just genuine in my thoughts and I just don't want it to be forced. Um, so I started watching the other documentaries by Dr. Greer. He has, um, the fifth kind, oh, close encounters of the fifth kind. And then he has serious disclosure, um, Mm, there's a few other ones, um, contact, I don't know, anyways, so there's two or three, <laughs> I should know this, um, but there's two or three documentaries that really opened my mind, and what I learned was that people all over the world are contacting extraterrestrials through meditation, which that right there is what an interesting concept that people can actually contact extraterrestrials, aliens, people are already communicating with them. So I was very intrigued and very interested. First of all, I didn't think that would work. I was like, that's ridiculous. Anybody it was like, I mean, I, it just sounds so easy, too simple. That's it. That's the truth. And apparently the CIA knows about this. You can go to the CIA website and look this all up. This is all truth. This is all, this is all true. (laughs) So I was like, we're going to try it. So I did a few sessions on my own and just trying to get used to meditation. I've been doing yoga for 10 years, more than that, maybe 15. I love hot yoga. I've been Um, trying to get back into that. And so I'm going to kind of go a little bit more into that because these two, the yoga and the podcast researching extraterrestrials, they kind of are like parallel lines going that I was kind of doing them at the same time. (laughs) So I'll explain that part of it a little bit more, but I'm going to cover this extraterrestrial stuff. I left it out of two of the scripts that I wrote for this because Sadly, of course, I'm scared of judgment. Like, what if my one of my friends reads this? <laughs> I don't know, or, or you know, what if somebody from church hears this? You know, because I'm just like, uh, I guess, just your typical mom. You know, Christian mom, three kids. Like, I'm just like a regular person, and I'm telling you that this stuff is so real. And I just feel like I am a little bit worried people will judge me. Oh, maybe she's really lost it now. No, the stuff is too real. It's it's not made up. I still have problems believing it because our brains have been programmed and all the TV shows we've watched and all of the stigmas that are out there, you know, because if you really think about like spirituality and people who meditate, you know, in movies that we watch, they we always have those funny people who are meditating, um, you know, and it's always got a little bit of humor, right? We never took those people seriously. Hippies, same thing. They're the ones who knows what's up you know, (laughs) and I feel like there's a stigma to them. They're most of them, you know, I don't know every hippie out there, but most of the way they're living and the stuff they're doing is because of the way that our government is, our system is, you know, they want to get out of the system. They want to get, you know, the more you 
learn about this stuff. They, they call it the Matrix, you know? I don't know. I've never even actually watched that whole movie. I should, because I wonder if now it would probably make a lot of creepy sense, honestly. But I just, I don't know. Anyways, so I digress. Um, so I decided that, yes, I am going to tell the whole story, even though it has to do with extraterrestrials, because they all go hand in hand, which is crazy. Because let's pause here to think. Okay, the truth of life has to do with yoga and aliens. <laughs> so crazy, right? Okay, exactly. So now you see my reservations on why I wrote this script out three times, why this is happening to me. I decided two months ago, I was like, you know, I really feel like I've got to share my story because this is probably happening to people all over people in you know the midwest like people who are not used to this kind of stuff and people around them they can't recognize it they won't know you know if you lived in a hindu country maybe people will be like oh you opened your kundalini i don't know (laughs) they probably know what's up here probably not so all right so that's the extraterrestrial part of it so i started doing some of the meditations where it's just guided meditations and basically all you do is it's very peaceful you just sit meditate they have some nice music you just get into a relaxed state you acknowledge your thoughts then push your thoughts out then you imagine our galaxy our universe you know where we live our milky way the sun then you imagine the moon and just kind of guide the extraterrestrials show them the map of the u.s show them you know your state down the highway like just kind of like visually travel to you which they probably know where you are anyways but anyway so I tried a couple of those and they were just like relaxing I did start to notice that when I was meditating I was seeing these crazy colors and I've never seen that before during meditation so I was starting to notice okay this is a little bit different you know (laughs) these are different meditations and of course if you start doing something and stuff is happening you're gonna keep on doing it so I I probably did it on my own three or four times. I only did it during the day because I'll be honest, I was a little bit nervous. It still makes me nervous, you know, to see any extra. Tra- I don't want to see them. I don't know. Maybe that's just where I'm at in my place right now. I don't want to see them. I don't even want to talk to them. I really don't. I thought I did at the time, <laughs> but I don't. And that's just me right now. Um, so I did these meditations, still not really truly believing. I knew something was happening with my body because I could see colors while meditating. Um, just very different stuff. So we decided that we were going to do, it's called a CE5 meditation. And my husband was going to do that with me and my son Jonah. Um, and so we we really didn't think anything was going to happen. So this is where you go, you meditate, you play these crop circle tones and you're supposed to see like a light show in the sky. So Friday night it was raining. So we're like, okay, not the best night to go sit out there and do this. Um, so I just did my regular yoga. I was doing these yoga. Um, I think it's called yoga with Chelsea. It's just like, you know, these 30 minute yoga videos. I feel like they were, they were just challenging enough, but 
short enough that I felt like I could do them and I felt like I was getting better and then I was going to try to, you know, move up to something else next. <laughs> try to do longer than 30 minutes. But I was getting really good at these videos and I felt stronger. So I did that video and I wanted to do the CE5 session. So I was like, well, let me keep practicing. You know, let me get really good at meditation. So I'm going to do this yoga video and it's going to put me in a completely relaxed state. And for my Shavasana, I'll do... um this guided CE5 meditation. And so if you don't know, Shavasana is just where you lay at the end and you relax. It's like where um, you've done your whole yoga, your whole workout practice, and this is just the yummy part at the end where you just soak up the, you know, the energy from your practice and you just meditate and relax and it just feels amazing. My favorite part of yoga. (laughs) Sometimes I'll just go to yoga for the Shavasana. It is that good. So... I did that and then I was doing my guided meditation. So this, I want to say it's about an hour. I never even got into 15, 20, 30 minutes of this meditation. Um, I just didn't have a lot of time. So I started, I maybe did five to 10 minutes of, and I was using the same one. So I was using this one each time. I did use a couple of the Dr. Gurr ones from his app because you know, but they're just kind of like, oh, Dr. Gurr. <laughs> like, I, I like him. He's a good doctor, but it's just his voice. This other guy had a much more calming voice. So I was laying there and, um, no offense, Dr. Gurr, if you ever listen to this. I just, his was like, had some really good tones in the back. Um, <laughs> so just laying there and then we got to a part, I say we're probably about 15 or 20 minutes in and, I had never done this before in any yoga practice because I've only been practicing, you know, the Western white yoga, um, just like regular, you go to your yoga studio, the vinyasa flows, that's it. I did hot yoga. So I just did that. And there was the next part of it I had never done before. It's where you squeezed. And I thought this, it was interesting. You squeeze from your genitals up to your abs. You squeeze every muscle in your body and you hold it. You breathe in as deep as you can. You squeeze, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. And then you release. And I'd never done that. That wasn't any part of any yoga that I've done before. So after I did that, a giant ball of energy orange energy from I would say my lower stomach rose and I was closing my eyes so I feel like I was like imagining this but when I'm meditating I can see colors so that's what I saw and I wish I I don't know I don't know if I saw it for real or just saw it was closing my eyes so probably closing my eyes but I did open my eyes because I was like nervous (laughs) but it literally came out of my stomach and rose to the rest from my spine up all the way up to my head. And I feel I felt tingling like at the crown of my head, like the back where my ponytail was. I had a big um, chungo bun on my head. So that was just the craziest experience I'd ever felt. I've never felt energy come out of my body and rise up. So this all happened. My husband was sitting in the room. He's sitting on the bed. He was just on his phone, probably scrolling through Facebook or whatnot. And I literally sat straight up and I turned around and I said, did you see what happened? And he was like, no, what? I was like, oh, okay. And I was just like really in shock because that's, 
an amazing experience to feel that kind of energy and it was just like radiating out of my body but it went from the what's the known as the sacral chakra the orange one and it went up so I don't know if I just finally unblocked that chakra because like I said I've been doing yoga for years I've always seen the red you know I've, you know, I've noticed that. Now, looking back, I wonder if my root chakra has always been unblocked because I always saw like a red dot just, you know, when I closed my eyes during Shavasana, during yoga. I've seen that many times in my life. So maybe that's what I needed, just that kundalini, because that's part of kundalini yoga, where you squeeze everything in and you siphon your energy up from the muladhara chakra, which is your root chakra which if you don't know a lot about chakras which hey who does I didn't um (laughs) the root chakra is the red one it's the bottom one it's between the um, anus and the perineum so it's like the bottom the roots you know your root of your body so that chakra um and you get energy in that from sleeping eating regular just day-to-day stuff so we all have a lot of energy built up in that chakra because we eat and we sleep and we do all that stuff every single day So the point of Kundalini is to raise that energy up, raise it up through the spine, bring it up through, you know, the neck all the way, the crown of the head up into your third eye center. But I didn't know this at the time. I was just like, whoa, this ball of orange energy just came out of my body. (laughs) What happened? So I was like, okay, that was really weird. I was like, this must have to do with the extraterrestrials with the aliens it's like because i was doing a ce5 meditation right so it's like that's so weird this stuff is real you know i'm starting to get kind of freaked out kind of excited at the moment though i never had any idea what kundalini yoga was okay so let's table that for a second so that's the fork in the road that path <laughs> of the extraterrestrials that side of my i guess timeline of what led me to that moment okay I'm going to go over the yoga part of it next. And you'll kind of see how they really go hand in hand. Everything had to happen in a certain way for this all to happen to me. So the next day was a clear night. And we did decide to go out there and do the extraterrestrial, you know, calling the UFOs to see what we could see. Um, So after I had that experience, I stopped. I didn't continue the meditation. It was enough for me like, okay, what are we messing with here, you know? I didn't do I didn't do anything else I just you know turned it off and I went to it was pretty late so I think I just ended up going to bed little did I know what was happening um (laughs) so the next evening it was clear well no actually it was not raining but it was not a clear night so I always I always keep that you know you know that fact because it was not a clear night so and if you've listened to you can go back i think it's episode five first contact of the unexplained mysteries podcast um that goes into a whole encounter of everything i interviewed uh, my son interviewed my husband on their different encounters (coughs) so i'm not going to go much into that um because we have a whole episode about it so if you'd like to really dive deep into that um you can but I'm just going to briefly explain it so I can let you know. Um, and I don't even know if I really explained this part in that podcast because um, probably at the time I was like, oh, it's a little bit weird. You know, what are people going to think about that? So when we were doing the meditation, 
um, we mostly played the crop circle tones. We actually, we had a lot of success with this. Another reason we just, we have, we haven't done it again because sometimes you get a feeling, okay, I'm messing, not messing with stuff I shouldn't, but is very real. And I feel like we need to be responsible about it is how I feel with this. So we went out there, we did the whole CE5 protocol. So Dr. Greer, he's actually made a protocol where you use an app and they have collected all of these samples of crop circle tones from different crash sites from area, um, the Roswell crash site, area 51. Um, it's just a bunch of like ringing tones. Like they just sound like kind of like that. I don't know. (laughs) Can't explain it, but just look up crop circle tones if you want to hear what they sound like. Um, so we just did that maybe 10 minutes we broadcasted them on a walkie-talkie and the sky lit up and everybody I've told this to they want to debunk it they don't believe you I don't believe it because it's just so amazing so we all had our own little different experiences um I saw some of the same things moving in the sky that my son did um my husband he's it seems like when he sees he sees orbs so he saw I did see them too though but he always notices the ships that look like blue orbs going um so we saw a bunch (laughs) a lot of a lot of activity so then we started to do the the meditation and so it's you know by Dr. Stephen Greer he just you know relax have your good intentions he gets you into a meditative state acknowledge your thoughts push them away and then you start where you're okay imagine the galaxy kind of draw them in show them where you're living show them where you're at you know (laughs) um and so what happened to me was in the middle of my forehead I felt an intense pressure very intense and I saw a bright red dot very similar to the chakra dot that I always see when I'm and I, I call it a dot maybe an orb sometimes I just see colors just like floating <laughs> um depending on what chakra I'm working on at the time but you know this is months later back then I had no idea <laughs> so this was around September um and so, you know, it was kind of chilly. Yeah, we had our, our coats on. I was sitting there and I just felt this crazy pressure. I kept seeing a red circle, a red dot, like meditating, like floating, you know, when I had my eyes closed. But it kind of freaked me out because I was like, well, I don't know. It was just, it was just weird. It just felt, and I kept feeling like a ringing in my ears. So I just kind of ignored it and then... We only did the meditation for probably about five minutes, but we saw so much activity, but it was very cloudy. And then it started getting so cold and so cloudy that we're like, okay, let's call it a night. Um, But we did see a lot of activity that night. And that for me, the most, um, I guess, momentous thing for me is, you know, that pressure I felt. And now looking back, it's the third eye center. So I don't know if Sometimes I wonder, like, did the extraterrestrials have a hand in waking me up? 
or was it the kundalini energy? So I wonder if both, because now I, I, I did a lot of research and I found that kundalini energy is totally different than spiritual awakening. Um, it's not totally, they're very similar experiences. So here, I actually have some of the symptoms. So for example, um, so kundalini, it says you feel like you have freedom, you're free from your ego, free from the material realm, you feel euphoric in the moment, you have a sense of resounding peace. Um, basically just like really great stuff, right? <laughs> There's like 20 of these symptoms. Um, but just stuff like so- trouble sleeping, you've got creative urges, you have an increase in empathy, sometimes your body shakes if you're, I guess if you're doing yoga practice and one of your chakras is broken and or blocked and the energy cannot get through, sometimes you could shake, I've never experienced that. Basically just means your energy's not flowing properly. Um, but there's an entire chakra system in your body there's seven main chakras and this is all scientifically proven you know (laughs) the energy just flows through your body and you can actually move it yourself and um move it up to the different areas you need it so trying to stay on track here because i don't want to Like I said, I'm not sticking to a script here because I just wanted to tell my story and be real and not um, scripted. Okay, so now I've taken you through what happened to me for the extraterrestrial side, which kind of, if you followed the podcast before this one until now, (laughs) you know, you'll see all of our our stories about that. So I was also parallel going on another yoga journey so this was all happening I felt I honestly I felt really yeah I say I was bored but I felt really pushed to do this podcast too so let's go down the yoga side so back in January I decided all right you know what enough is enough I um had two really rough pregnancies since 2018 I had hyperemesis gravidarum which if you don't know what that is um some women very unlucky it's about one percent course I always get everything that's like a zero percent chance or one percent chance that's just me um they suffer from this and what it is is you basically throw up you're so nauseous you feel like you're on a really bad boat ride of 20 foot waves for nine months and there's very little relief from it um I threw up sometimes like 20 to 30 times a day and I threw up until I even threw up on the c-section table when they were cutting me open (laughs) like that's how much I threw up. So the recovery after my son was a little bit smoother and I decided to get pregnant to go for one last baby. I was like, if it's not now, we'll never do it. It's now or never. Let's go for it. And I knew I could be as as sick with him, um, but I didn't think I would get worse. That's the thing. (laughs) I never thought it could get worse than it was, but oh, heck yes, it can. So I was even more sick with my, with my daughter. And I was sick until they cut me open. I was sick even after. So this was a little bit different. Normally, once you have the baby, you're fine. I was not with this one. I still felt like I had, I wouldn't say nausea because that went away, but I had a lot of trouble eating. And I think it's just, you know, your body has to readjust. But it's, I'm actually almost two years postpartum and 
fortunately, I still have a lot of issues. Um, and we're still figuring that out. So I was going to use yoga because it's very strengthening and I felt very weak. I feel I lost a lot of weight during my pregnancy. So I, and it wasn't like in a good way. It was just like, you're losing muscle, you know, when you don't have any nutrients and you're just throwing up and you're living on IVs and insure shakes, (laughs) you're losing all your muscle, you know, you've got saggy skin, you know, you're just like literally wasting away. Like I didn't feel good at all. And so I decided I was going to use yoga. I felt so pushed, like yoga, yoga, yoga. It was like it was always in my mind. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. So then I was like, hey, I'm going to start an Instagram um, workout page. Because I've seen other friends do that where it's, oh, hey, getting healthy with so-and-so or so-and-so slashes fat. You know, they just have like these workout pages that keeps them accountable and I was like let me do that because I'm not doing yoga like I should (laughs) so I started doing that and I just I felt so pushed like you gotta post something you gotta do yoga I can't even tell you I felt like somebody was like screaming inside my body do yoga like that's that's how drawn I was to this so I was like okay so I made the page then I finally started picking up and doing a little bit better when I started doing that 10-day challenge and at first I felt like I'm like I'm not even a real yogi like what am I posting this for I'm posting my favorite pose uh, you know but I actually I mean I have done yoga since I would say I was like 19 is when I found hot yoga and I just loved it because hot yoga they do in a 105 106 degree room and it just heats up your muscles so you can just stretch so much further it's just so comfortable but you're gonna sweat and I feel like it just really detoxifies your body so I've been doing that. Then I've been doing yoga at the YMCA. Then I, over in um, Shady Side, they had uh, yoga flow. I loved it because they would put the little lavender towels on your eyes, you know, after your, your yoga class. Um, so I've just done a ton of yoga. Um, and I've just always been so drawn to it. I'm telling you, like, looking back, now you see, oh my goodness, it's like a string was attached to me and just pulling me to this yoga. So probably around the August, September time frame, around when we went to Colorado on our trip and um, around the fall, I really started picking up my yoga and I was being very disciplined about it and I was doing it, which is great. And I was posting and then I had this experience and it was just, I mean, I, that's what I've been calling it. I, I wasn't looking for this, honestly. This isn't what I was looking for. I was just doing a fun alien podcast and I was trying to do yoga to get healthy and heal my body after my, um, my HG. So (laughs) that brings me to where I am now. And so I've explained both pathways. So how I was doing the podcast and then I was doing this Instagram page and I just felt so drawn to do them. So those two forks in the road led me to my awakening. So the best way I can describe it is you will wake up the next day and you are not going to believe anything that you believed the day before. I just had this new profound outlook of life. Undeniable. There's just no, you just can't deny it. So you just know. It's like you wake up, oh, okay, I'm different. But I didn't know what had happened to me. So I was kept, you know, going down this path of the, you know, looking into the extraterrestrials, 
after that podcast, we kind of decided, hey, we're not going to do this CE5 stuff anymore just because my son and husband had a little bit weird of a dream and it was just too weird. (laughs) My son had, the way he described it to me and I interviewed them totally separate. You can listen to this on the podcast. My son had the, it seems like he was like in an extraterrestrial ship and he could see what was going on. And then it's like my husband had the other side of the dream because he described everything that was happening but from the ground so that was really scary for me (laughs) it sounds freaky right they both had the same dream from two different perspectives um so we haven't messed with that anymore but I was still very interested and I kept watching Dr. Greer's stuff I found the Gaia channel which if you haven't found it you got to go watch it there's so much good information in there and I found the there's this I think it's seven or eight episodes. It's called Microdose. So it's just these little seven or ten minute episodes of just little nuggets of information. You know, it goes over the chakra systems. It goes over astral projection. All kinds of things in like the spiritual realm. Just describing them in, you know, ten minutes. Just giving you the basics. Very, you know, basically I feel like there should be a book (laughs) Hey, spiritual awakening for dummies, because if you don't know what's happening to you, it's very scary. So I continue to kind of like dabble in the extraterrestrial information, um, you know, watching the Gaia channel. um, And then I started feeling really bad. (laughs) So I started just feeling crazy. I honestly almost committed myself. I was going to go commit myself to the hospital because I felt so off. I feel like I was, the only way I can describe it is I felt like I was living in another dimension alongside this one. I feel like I was hearing things. I was hearing vibrations. I was hearing tones um, that nobody else could hear. I felt like when I looked at the sun, it physically hurt me. Um, Around my birthday, I remember being outside. My friend was bringing me a coffee. I couldn't even look at her. The sun was, it was like the sun was killing me is how I felt. I know that sounds so crazy, but that's literally how I felt. And my, I feel like my vision kind of like significantly got worse. I even went to the eye doctor. Like I have the, the eye doctor appointment to, you know, even (laughs) to prove this, that I was feeling this way. Um, But I just felt so bad. Like, I just felt like I had, like, a black hole in my stomach, like a pit. And it was just so awful. Um, So I had to figure out what was happening to me. So I literally went back, and I I was just, like, I was going on like this for about eight weeks, maybe three months. Um, Just the worst depression of my life. I felt like I was literally dying inside. Like, that's the only way to describe it, like a black hole, the worst depression you've ever, ever felt. So I turned to Google (laughs) and I, I literally just started typing in what happened to me. Orange ball of energy comes out of your stomach during yoga meditation. Like I legit just typed that in. And then I found, I started finding other people's stories that were so similar to mine. There was one guy that he said, I used to always meditate before I went to sleep And I was just laying there doing my normal meditation and an orange ball of light. Exactly what happened to me. He described it. I was like, okay, all right. One other person had this happen. So maybe this makes me feel a little bit less crazy. But I started finding more and more 
you know, people described that on Reddit, on these other, you know, sub posts. And then I decided to type in red pressure, you know, just what happened. In middle of forehead, felt intense pressure, saw red dot. Then <laughs> I pull up third eye awakening. So then that kind of freaked me out. I was like, oh crap, what have I dabbled in now? What have I done? Maybe we shouldn't have been messing with this alien stuff. So I start freaking out because then the more you read about it, it's, you know, it tells you a lot of scary stuff. And, but this, but the symptoms were like spot on with what I was dealing with. I mean, just feeling disconnected and detached. You reevaluate your beliefs. Like I said, I woke up the next day, I new set of beliefs. <laughs> like, I don't know how I can know some of this stuff. Uh, more vivid dreams. You feel like you're going through deja vu. Um, your relationships shift. You feel spirituality becoming an important, of your, important part of your life. And so you have to note that religion and spirituality are two separate things. Um, you become more intuitive. You can sense inauthenticity and manipulation. If you have ba- bad energy or you have bad intentions, I can, I can see you from a mile away. Like It's like I can see the energy. Um, you realize everybody's on their own path. And I feel like you can even look back at your own path and see, oh, exactly where those puzzle pieces had to be. You want to be of service. You feel this calling like, I got to do something. I got to help. How am I going to help? What am I going to do? So, and that's kind of why I'm doing this podcast because I've also felt this strong push and pull to do this. I've thought about this daily, like multiple times a day. That's why I've tried to like write scripts. Like, how do I explain this properly? And you know, it's been a month I've been trying to share my story. I just literally came back to, I need to just be myself. I'm going to share it like myself. I'm not, I'm have some notes and, you know, my script just to help out. But this has to be my own words, my own crazy thoughts of my head <laughs> and just me. Um, and so, yeah. And then you feel alone. I never felt more alone in the world because I feel like I'm living in a different world than other people are. Um, you do feel more connected to the natural world says your teachers will find you haven't found a teacher yet so come find me because I I do need some guidance um so you feel connected to the natural world your senses are heightened I thought at one point I could literally see the colors in sunlight and so this is why I thought I was losing my mind because just looking at sunlight I could see all these colors just very emotional (laughs) Um, you have more bodily sensations. I feel vibrations sometimes like, you know, up and down in my body and then physical symptoms, brain fog, fatigue, um, eyesight, you know, my actual eyesight got worse. Um, sudden change in your habits and routine. I do yoga now almost, you know, at least an hour to two hours a day, um, I almost feel like I can't eat meat anymore. I feel like I have to say sorry to the meat if I eat it. I know it's just, you change. I'm telling you, you do. Um, Your outlook on the world feels different. Um, You know, this is not an easy experience. Um, And that's why I didn't want to frame it in the light where this is just so amazing. Everybody needs to wake up. No, I, I went through a long, long life of suffering. And I think, unfortunately, that's why this happened. Um increase empathy, you display more compassion, you found curiosity, stages, and there's, I guess, stages 
of, of the awakening. So they have the spiritual awakening, then the dark night of the soul, and I believe that's what I went through. Um, oh, see, I'm learning right now as I'm doing this podcast. Okay. <laughs> this must, I'm, must be in the next stage because... Um, so the dark night, it was just, it was horrible. Actually, I had another trip planned. I wasn't even going to go on my vacation. That's how bad I was feeling. And I had looked forward to this trip for like a year. Um, but I, so once I found out what had happened to me, I searched how to fix this. So I started doing all the things I could find online, sunlight, apparently sunlight helps. And it really did. I was in the California sun for a week and I, I feel like that trip, it came at the right time. I feel like it saved me because I was really spiraling down. Just, I was like, I have to go to church. I have to go to church. Like, I, I feel like I was getting possessed or something. Like, I just felt so bad. Like, I I just can't even tell you how bad. It was bad. So bad. So, so dark. Um, But that trip helped me. I feel like it helped me get out of it. Like... Um, I just felt so much better. I kind of got away from all the spiritual stuff too. Cause sometimes you, um, like you crave it. It's almost like, oh, spirituality. You're like, it, you just, you get like addicted to it. It's, it's a little bit crazy. So just took like a week break. I came back and I was, I felt refreshed and I was like, all right, I'm going to handle this. And it's not been easy. That wasn't like a, you know, a cure, but what I I started doing was I, you know, I I researched yoga, balancing chakras, because then I found out spiritual awakening, then you learn about the chakras, and it's just this whole path you got to go on, and there's so much information to learn, so then I started balancing my chakras and doing kundalini yoga, and I felt so much better. So now I guess it says the sponge, which is, it says once you've made it through your dark night of the soul, you're ready to your new and improved awake life (laughs) okay I guess that's where I am now because I I did watch a video there's a video by this girl it's you're not dying you're just going through a spiritual awakening because that's what you know people will have to turn to this stuff and like what is happening to me and there's so much pain in the world right now people are going through so much that people are just waking up everywhere and they don't know what's happening to them so I guess that's where I am now. You know, you're branching out, trying different hobbies, religions, relationships, etc. Trying to figure out what meshes with your new spirit. Then the next one is the Satori self. Um, it's a Buddhist term for awakening or comprehension. Um, so I guess you not only recognize, but you honor and embody. So these are a little bit different because another person I read, there was like acceptance So I feel like that's where I was because for a while I was angry. I was like, why did I mess with this alien stuff? Now look at me. (laughs) I feel like I'm like an X-Men freak. Like that's literally what I was, you know, how do I turn this off? (laughs) So, um, and I'm probably still not explaining it very, very well. Um, but yeah, so the surrender, I think that's where I thought it was where I'm just like, all right, I'm a... Oh, awareness and service. Maybe I'm in the seventh one then. Um, but yeah, it's taken me a while to get here. <laughs> Just accepting it. Okay, this has happened to me. It's true. 
Um, and honestly, what's really gotten me so grounded is I found a yoga studio that does hot yoga. And it's just a vinyasa style, like just a power flow. And that grounds me so well. I've noticed if my root chakra is grounded, I'm okay. Because it's been such a roller coaster. And I know a lot of people are like, you shouldn't mess with the kundalini unless you have a guru or anything like that. I'm like, well, I didn't mean to open this up. You know, I just did a yoga and a meditation. (laughs) And now I'm awake. So it's been a long journey. I finally feel like... I'm okay. Like, I'm not great, but I'm okay. I know what's happened to me. And it is it is hard. It is very hard having a different view of life than, you know, all of your friends, all of the people you're around. Um, very different. Very different. But I'm getting used to it. And I don't feel like I really have, you know, that much depression or anything. You know, so I am very sad for the world sometimes. Um, but it is what it is. And I wanted to share this story. And this is just, this part of it is literally just me explaining, um, how I got to this Kundalini awakening. I want to do other podcasts, you know, coping, how to help. Um, I want to get more in depth on the different chakras because obviously I, I'm not a Hindu. (laughs) You know, I just never heard of this stuff ever before. I grew up as a Christian person and, you know, with Western yoga. And this is a whole different realm. Um, The spiritual realm is very real. And yeah, it is real and it is with us. And most people cannot see all of the stuff that is, that is here. You're not supposed to. You know, that's the way that God made it. He put a veil for a reason. You know, the average person cannot handle to see all that is here. And once you start seeing more of it, it, it can drive you crazy. <clears throat> but this first episode, I feel like I got my story out. I feel like I told you guys what happened. You know, I put the two forks together because I was only going to tell you the yoga side of it because, but it's real. This is what happened. And extraterrestrials. And that's why every single day you see news dropping. Oh, we figured out how to, you know, do no gravity. Oh, we found, you know, life over here. Oh, we found 36 civilizations. You know, every day they're dropping you stuff. Oh, wormholes are real. Oh, we have, we can, you know, teleport from one side of the earth to the next like every day it's like the scientists want you to know this stuff is real this stuff is happening i'm seeing articles oh you can heal your mind yes yes you can you can heal your mind with vibrations oh yes you can but you know nobody's been telling this stuff so it's like a fast track of spirituality and all of the spiritual realm they're trying to get this information out and it's on the wall street journal the new york times i'm seeing articles everywhere they want you guys to know about all this stuff um so pay attention and open your eyes because it's real and it's here and i want to do this podcast because it happened to me and i went two or three months having no idea no idea what a kundalini or spiritual awakening is no idea you know what kind of depression i was going through i was going through a dark night which i had no idea until i finally said let me google my symptoms and what happened to me and what i saw and there was so much information there because it's obviously happened to so many other people 
um, spontaneously awakening around the world every single day. More and more people are becoming awake. And welcome. Welcome to this spiritual realm. And I want to dive into these different topics, especially more into the chakras. So if you're you're just like me, a regular suburban mom, <laughs> might be a yogi, you don't know what's happening to you. You can listen to this, not feel alone, not feel like a creep or a freak or, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have talked to aliens, you know, because that's how I felt. But I'm glad I finally had the courage to share my story and get this out here. And I'm totally off script. I took a long time to write my script, but I hope it made sense and I hope you understand and I will dive deeper into these topics. So we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on our new chapter of this podcast, The Still Yogi, Spiritual and Kundalini Awakening. Thank you.